thing to do during January that has been catching on amongst peers. I always thought it was like a sober November thing or whatever. Sober October. Sober October. Yeah, I've never actually heard of the January one until I started doing it. And now I feel like everyone is copying me. You think you're the trendsetter? (laughs) Seriously. Wait, Paris, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Paris. I'm doing sober January. (laughs) I, I am a... Piece of shit alcoholic. So yeah, who is? It's, it's not just an easy thing for me. I don't just have a couple of drinks a night. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for admitting that, honestly. And we also have Anna. I'm Anna. I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> and Anna is teaching me how to podcast yeah. right now. Uh, she is an amazing teacher and podcaster. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. So, what? Aside from you recognizing that you're an, actually, I was going to ask, why are you doing sober January? But, you know, if you want to talk, if you had a rock bottom or if it was I mean, just like. I turned 30 this year and there's, you know, a short list of reasons, but definitely just the crippling hangovers, waking up in bed and on my day off and having no will to do anything creative because I'm so hungover yeah it's a lot of wasted time yeah to be hungover. i recently heard a good tactic that someone told me which is you go out the night before you have to go to work but you don't go out when you have a day off the next day so you can so you can feel good on your work yeah because you're at work anyways and it sucks oh yeah true that's a really good trick who taught who taught you that i don't know someone at work (laughs) another service (laughs) worker yeah another degenerate this is only this is only like a tactic that works for service jobs or (laughs) that are like because you can start drinking as soon as you get to work yeah when i had a desk job i was hung i was hung over every single day yeah you take a little nap at your desk (laughs) yeah or in like the sample closet like debt, like I would. There were violent hangovers. Yeah. Good God. But also coming back to your question, yeah. I was. I started to realize I wasn't even like enjoying drinking. Like it took me so much alcohol to get a buzz mm-hmm. that oftentimes I would go out drinking, and I would. By the time I got drunk, it was two a.m. and I was already at home <laughs> because it took me all night to get drunk, and then I couldn't even enjoy it because I was right. just spinning around in bed. Yeah. So I wanted to reset my tolerance and reset so you could drink again and enjoy yeah. the Yeah, when are, you gonna, when are you going to start <laughs> drinking again? I don't know, February. February? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think um January is um a popular month to, you know, quit drinking because of New Year's resolutions yeah. and it's like too. after yeah, the holidays and Honestly, quitting drinking makes you lose a ton of weight. It does, yeah. I'm is. hoping to lose at least seven pounds just because I probably drink a six-pack of beer oh, a day, which is what, like 2,000 calories or more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're like eating, so you're basically like eating a normal caloric intake and then you're having like an, an additional day of eating on top of that. Yes, and, and yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say eat a n- normal caloric intake because I'm also usually eating a drunk meal at oh, 2 a.m. Yeah. Okay. fourth yeah. meal and then a, yeah. hung, a hangover meal Chris, and then you're, a so, bacon you're so skinny cheese. for for an unrepentant i work out alcohol. yeah you look okay. good yeah you look good well i've already i've already lost some beer weight okay oh yeah I'm not drinking it. and the bloating obviously yeah. like all that right i might try to switch to white claw 
Oh yeah, you should. If you are gonna make a switch, go to the clear stuff. My other drunk friends say they don't feel as bloated the next day. Yeah, it's after great. Drinking white claw. And not it is very beer. sugary though. You're definitely really? getting brain cancer, but who cares? It's fine. Yeah, those came out the summer that I was tr- the first time I was trying to get sober, and the, yeah, they did not let me. But now I've risen above it, and I. I'm like over a year sober now. Yeah, congrats, Al. Al. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Big congrats. Me, you used to be my partner in crime when I first moved here, and we would we would drink. get blacked out yep. all the time. Is that why we don't hang out anymore? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure it's the flimsy part of the ties reason. that bind. Well, that's literally all friendship is in, in New York City. There's like the cynical friendship, which is using people for career opportunities. And then there's like the naive and optimistic friendship, which is like a a relationship of convenience when you get like wasted with somebody every day. Wow. And you develop like a weird like psychological dependence on them. Those are the two friendships. Yeah. Yep. Well. Yeah. Sober January. (laughs) No friends either, I guess. So that's another thing I get to lose. Yeah. My friendships. That's fine. That's Paris. That's what being over 30 is you yeah grab i find your it's really hard to make dwindling. friends the yeah. older you get because it's creepy yeah. to to try to, to make, make friends <laughs> when you're over 30 yeah. it's really like, weird you have no authentic reason to have like hobbies or interests after 30 because most normal people after 30 yeah, are like they, married and yep. have children mm-hmm. so like yeah. if you're, you're like you know the proverbial guy hanging around a playground yeah. except you're in a bar trying to make friends <laughs> with <laughs> other singles or and i'm in a relationship yeah. and so i'm like Obviously, I can't try to make friends with another woman yeah, because that's, that's of off limits. Yeah. So I'm just limited to man dates, which is, you know, you can. It's pretty gay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're buying a house, aren't you? Um, Sorry, we'll see. Is that, is that? No, no. I just it's it's just hard to save money. I really want to yeah. buy a shack in rural mm. Pennsylvania. Wow. Not, not I wouldn't call anything I'm looking at a house. <laughs> my budget is fifty thousand dollars and below that I'm splitting with my life partner yes eddie yeah. kajowski eddie, yeah. that's very nice we were talking about how nice you're you have friends you I have, have friends. a life partner. a lot of friends yeah do, everyone I'm, loves all you. of my friends i made you know before 25 and I, they've just lasted yeah so. yeah that's true some people don't have that and they be, they better you know hurry up yeah. before yeah, the, the clock's, clock's ticking, ticking. Yeah. losers <laughs> um <laughs> Um, yes. All right. What, let me look at my notes here. Um, oh yeah. So, so did you, so for your sober Januaries that you've done, did you have any like conditions? Like I'm, I'll allow myself like one glass of wine with dinner or I'll, I don't know, I'll drink like one night this, this month or anything like that and just like oh it doesn't count i mean i wouldn't call it a condition you're just like lying to yourself yeah like, hour by I'm the very hour weak-willed yeah you're just for like, sure uh, i this doesn't i mean count. i drank on my girlfriend's birthday obviously i told her i would and it was like not a big deal i didn't yeah i didn't drink the week after it. at all so but yeah. yeah i'm it's hard you know it's very some hard. days it's easy and other days you're like shaking at the thought of a cold beer yeah yeah how do you feel by the way how are you sleeping um sleeping well yeah definitely um maybe it's harder to get to bed i definitely use alcohol as a sleep aid oh yeah but once i'm asleep i don't find myself waking up in the middle of the night you probably snore less too 
drunk guys are always they snore so much. Wait, yeah. really? This yeah. is a drunk I've, man. I've thing? never really yeah, had that problem, thing. but mm-hmm. I've lived with men that I could hear snoring acro- through the apartment, like yeah. across the Who apartment. Pete? <laughs> 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 Let's oh not God, name names, really Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what? No, nothing. I'm just being a little bitch. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So yeah, it is lying to yourself, but um, you could also just be like cool with it. Like, um, yeah, I try not to be too hard on myself because I'm a easygoing person and fuck it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I fucked up one yeah. night of the month. Uh-huh. I don't know. Big deal. You got to be compassionate toward yourself. This is a whole thing with like fucking, um, not only sober January, but New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Like you're basically, the vast majority of people are basically setting yourself up for failure because you're creating a, a, an overly demanding, overly orderly like structure that you're going to try to keep yourself in for like uh, whatever indeterminate yeah. amount of time. And you're in, destined to fail. And instead of yeah. giving yourself leeway and continuing to do it, you say, I failed, that's it. Yeah. I and you lost, give up. I'm yeah. a loser, I can't do it anymore when in reality it's like no why you're like you should be on your own team and be like okay i messed up but i'm gonna yeah, you continue give yourself to a try back. new year's yeah. resolutions are just like a giant moral laundering scheme for so that people can double down on their shitty yeah. habits <laughs> and be like well you know i gave it a good faith chance i tried <laughs> i tried the old college try um yeah i ha- actually new year's resolutions was on was one of my points that I wanted to bring up, and I'm glad you did. Thank you, Anna. Um, but <laughs> but um, with sobriety, so it's like sober January, sober October, et cetera. So, so like the definition of sober, of being sober, is like currently not intoxicated. So right now we're all sober. We're all sober, yeah. We're not intoxicated, unless you count like caffeine, which some people would because people a lot of people are like i nothing goes into my like everyone's idea of sobriety is different which is what i'm getting to so sobriety a lot of people think it's just like complete abstinence from everything um and it's like kind of a lifestyle rather than just like a current state where you're not drunk or high Mm um and um yeah, there's. I, I feel like there's way more gray area uh, when it comes to sobriety and lifestyle choices. Like, would you would you guys consider someone sober, quote unquote, if they like smoked weed every day, or once in a while, or just like did ketamine at parties? Hard to, s- hard to say. I mean, I understand that sobriety for a lot of people has to do with drugs, but for me and like my group of friends were mostly just drink too much and don't really have that many drug problems. So like when I think of sobriety, I just, I think of alcohol Yeah, Yeah. and like, I know, I know a guy that is a bartender stone cold sober as in doesn't drink alcohol, but does, does cocaine, does mushrooms, does, you know, I think we're talking about the same guy. (laughs) I think we know the same guy, but you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Do I consider that sober? It's, I mean, in a way, I mean like, okay, you can think about it in terms of like the two probably most harmful drugs out there as gay and corny as it sounds are cigarettes and alcohol. Absolutely. So 
to me being sober is just like not being drunk and if you want to do like whatever psychedelics or uppers on a recreational basis zingers twisters boppers (laughs) that doesn't really like impinge on uh, like the the reason the main reason in other words to be sober i think is for like the health benefits and and the social benefits of like not blacking out and screaming at your boyfriend at four in the morning right exposing yourself to a playground full of children at 3 p.m jesus yeah i i forgot about that when you said social element because like when I was first, when I first quit drinking, I could not be social at all. I felt like I couldn't do anything or talk to anyone. Like I had no friends. Getting like laid everyone, sober. But yeah, that was a huge issue. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you guys. Are, I kind of <laughs> share. <laughs> I share like the uh, the a similar sentiment. Maybe because we're all like friends with each other in the same friend group, and all of us we all have drinking problems, and none of us really. We don't really know people with drug like narcotics problems because those those people are usually like at home doing that, you know. Yeah. So I think prohibition should be reinstated. reinstated. I would love to brew a big tub full of gin. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. Honestly, I think weed is the most dangerous. I why? Because it makes people paranoid and. Well, me personally, it makes me paranoid. And then I act like unreasonably and I'll, I just, my, my body, um, set my, my like, uh, what is it called? My reflexes are really off and I'm super jumpy. And oh I, yeah. I can't drive a car high. Yeah, I could drive I a car drunk with one, with one hand, <laughs> but high, I'm crashing. Your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your third leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my whiskey dick yeah just like wrap it around the steering steering wheel stop <laughs> yeah no weed is dangerous i agree with al it just makes me scared i don't know yeah i just think it's not for some people yeah it's not yeah. i continually try to do it yeah. i'm like every every month it feels like i'm like oh maybe yep maybe the weed will make me feel cool again like it did when i was 14 nope yeah psychotic it's just paranoia closer to the clove cigarettes it's not yeah i don't know i like weed but i also started like really truly smoking it at like the ripe old age of like 47 or whatever Mm -hmm. i am so it's like fine i'm like an adult you're like a mom on facebook yeah posting pics with (laughs) your new bong yeah that's cool that's a good look with my iron cross tattoo and like clip piercing running for office oh my god you and you and leia on a motorcycle cross-country yeah. trip <laughs> i feel like leia and i are probably going to end up in a lesbian relationship when we're like oh, 50 for sure. oh we're, yeah. we're both gonna Basic. be obese 100%. and wearing overalls yeah, yeah you're on well on your way yeah and like growing a tomato garden voting oh. for trump yeah <laughs> we're gonna like Again. bury the cat Again. out there in a shoebox yeah <laughs> sorry sister <Aww>. um <laughs> anyway it's, I yeah, like sobriety. thinking about that. Yeah, sobriety. Um, right, where were we? Weed. Um, um, sorry, I like wrote things down. No, it's fine. I just think like if you're a woman, also the main calculation is that like, first of all, literally all my friends are alcoholics. I'm an alcoholic. 
I've never met so many people with drinking problems. It's like crazy and alarming. Yeah. Well, it's such a norm it's so in normal. New York that it's because not as alarming. Because yes. But people can't socialize without it. That's yeah. the problem. That is, exa- that is a huge problem. In in that demo, there's a ton of women because there's more women in New York, especially the circles that we run in than men. Mm-hmm. And these are like chicks our age who are drinking every day or every other day which is like unprecedented because back in the day the men would go out and get drunk and the chicks like maybe took a nip of whatever the fuck listerine was in the medicine (laughs) cabinet but generally women weren't nearly as drunk as they are now and i think like this is gonna have like a massive effect on like reproductive and breast cancers on reproductive capacity on all this shit like women should not be drinking at such a rate yeah, it's like scary. It's really yeah. bad. Like there's a reason that every bar says if you're pregnant, like don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> like but <laughs> I think my mom drank a little when when she was pregnant with me. But I know, look how I turned out. <laughs> Pretty, no, That's I, why your ears are out. a little smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've like seen a lot of pregnant women drink like wine, like a lot of it or beer. It, and you I'm can like, do it. You don't have to have one. And people yeah. smoke weed when they're uh, and oh yeah, people take mushrooms while I think pregnant. It's, I think I it's know. proven that the weed is okay for the baby the shrooms are fine but the cigarettes and the alcohol yeah, are not. Cigarettes yeah, alcohol. Cigarettes. yeah those really are the worst We've, ones uh, the, the effects are yeah apparent and drastic um but yeah no it's like a really kind of scary thing that everybody's drinking i don't know i'm very i'm a person who's very insensitive to chemicals like i can have like eight coffees and not feel anything and like you know in order to like have a psychedelic experience i have to like eat the whole fucking phone book of like acid tabs or whatever but like it so i don't feel necessarily bad or unhealthy when i'm drinking outside of like the normal hangover but i'm doing untold damage to my internal organs and also doing untold damage to my personal relationships part of the sober january thing for me too was i hadn't taken a break in so long and i you know thinking about my future and it's like am i ever gonna stop drinking in my life like maybe i should try it out and you know be like this is what it'll be like it's not that big of a deal it's not yeah i feel feel completely Mm -hmm. normal i personally can still like go to a bar and just order a soda water i feel very like because i love being in bars i like will never get over the fact that i just love being in bars like i have i i have like a problem with alcoholics anonymous for like several reasons it's but a weird sex cult. Yeah, it's a weird sex cult. Well, it's, also, well, everyone God who doesn't goes exist. Is super so. hot, and the huh? religious ac- aspect and the guilt yeah. aspect. But yeah, the people are really hot who go to. Well, AA. you're not allowed to have sex with anyone Un- in AA, right? until you have a year sober, mm. which I have. So maybe I should start hitting those up again. Yeah, but um, it's like a mixer. What? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it is like a mixer. Um, I mean, literally everything is a pretense for socialization because everybody's so like alienated and atomized. I'll like going to bars is a like pretense. Telling yeah. being an Alcoholics Anonymous. Telling your deep dark secrets is yeah. like yeah. third base. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, like about how you were blackout and fucked your sister's boyfriend <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> on vacation in and Tulum. And then you turned the lights <laughs> on and it was your dad. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, we've all been there. <clears throat> no, we haven't. Oh. Well, I don't know. I've blacked out a lot. 
which is the reason I quit uh, drinking. Because who knows what's happened? The blackouts are the here's, scariest. Here's my question. Did you always black out or did you only start blacking out like in your late 20s, early 30s? Started. Bl- so at the end of my drinking, I was blacking out every single night and waking up in my bed and just wondering how, like thanking God that I like got home yeah like how well, did were I you combining medication with alcohol too probably or? yeah so that, that's that's like dangerous too because a lot of people are so freely medicated these days that right they and i'm you on know, a lot of pills yeah and, and then people think they can drink their normal amount and next thing they know they're totally blacked out yeah maybe i should pick up drinking again maybe i'll figure it it'll out. solve all your problems <laughs> yeah um but Maybe you should do like reverse, like only in January of the whole oh, year yeah. are you allowed to drink. Well, when everyone else is sober, they can, yeah. they can take I mean, care of you while you're that stumbling cool, around. Actually. I like that. Um, well, for me personally, like I haven't drank since um, November 3rd, 2018. But like if I were to drink, I kind of wouldn't. I, I wouldn't you feel wouldn't guilty. go back to like being a I wouldn't a like go back drunk. to counting days like oh I have to start all over mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. I just but once you get to a po- the goal is to like have a healthy relationship with alcohol um and for some for some people for a lot of people probably for me I that I can't have a healthy relationship with alcohol it's just like I'm too weak to um it's, it's in your genes too much <laughs> might be in my genes. i mean like People i don't like know like i don't say that i don't have any addictive qualities to any drugs i've tried like every drug and i don't i'm not interested in them but i love drinking yeah and getting my drunk. whole family i think they have addiction issues yeah probably i think that we're also just social neurotics in one way or another uh-huh. mm-hmm. definitely that's all it is I yeah. guarantee it. It's like very hard to connect with people in on a sober level. It's it, true. And I'm very is. uninterested in people when I'm sober <laughs> too. Right, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, this room of fucking simps. It's like, please yeah. give me yeah. five shots and then I can talk to well, yeah, that's Rachel and Corey in the go corner. to like see people like a movie. You're not talking during that. Yeah, and it's much like, more it's much easier to be interested in people also when you're younger and you want to have sex with random strangers. Mm-hmm. But as you get older that yes. desire gradually wanes so you're left only with your own like diseased thoughts it's yeah it's very hard to be like sober in a bar and try to drum up interest and like entertain people that's like the most painful thing i mean Mm -hmm. i'm like a a super actually paris and i have the same birthday we're like leo virgo Virgo. he's more of a leo i'm way more of a virgo i'm like a total introvert so it's like very painful to be around like dozens of people at a bar having to talk to them. You need yeah. social lubricant. Yeah, you need some I, sort you of know. social lubricant. The problem is that it's a slippery slope and then you're like three drinks in and, and then you start blacking out. Sounding and, like, dumb yeah. and like and you're like, oh, my God, why did I say that? Yeah, you that? look at a photo someone took of you and, and one of your eyes is closed and your lipstick is all over your cheek and my fly is down and I'm <laughs> falling out of the bar. And yeah. I my left my credit card there and there's a three hundred dollar charge because I bought a bunch of strange Russian shots. Have you done that ever? Oh yeah. Yeah, it sounds not too far fetched. I managed to spend a hundred dollars at a bar in Tucson where drinks cost ten cents. Yeah. So I don't even know what the fuck I was. Who there's just like a barter economy there. (laughs) Yeah. You like trade Grateful Dead merch or some crystals. They don't even take money for alcohol. Oh my God. Back rubs. 
Tucson. <laughs> Paris is from Tucson. <laughs> Arizona. Um, yeah. So those are all problems with alcohol. Uh, so, yeah, I, I um, had a note that said what uh, counts, what qualifies as a drinking problem. And I think we just went over, like, problems that come from drinking. And I feel like I remember one time I heard someone say, I have a drinking problem, but I'm not an alcoholic. And it's a person I dislike, so prob that's probably why it's stuck in my head. But um, I think, I think, um, so subscribing to abstinence for the rest of your life, I, I just don't think it's attainable because you, it's like, abstinence is nothing like you abstain from everything you have nothing and it's impossible to commit to nothing to nothingness you know and um so I just think that there's instead of taking away alcohol like for sober January maybe there's something that you can add instead obviously making friends is out of the question so <laughs> you could get a a hobby or something but um I I think I think once you take alcohol out or it's not so much more it's not so much taking alcohol away m as much as it is like not replacing it with something but adding something to your life um so you don't have to fall like, back on the alcohol like that elusive sense of meaning and purpose that oh yeah struggle to gain well, yeah. it, it's hard, too, though, because I've kind of I work in the service industry and I'm like a night owl by nature and by, you know, requirement of my job. And, you know, I find myself during sober January, it's 10 p.m. and I'm bored at my house. What is there to go do or at, at midnight? There's you go to a bar go or a, a bar. club. They're there's open no, till four. Yeah, there's nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. And it's just like. Well, not in this decrepit city and not in this decrepit weather. No. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. I haven't had a craving for alcohol in a long time, except when it started snowing the other day. And I was just like, I would love to be in a bar, like drinking a whiskey neat. It just like mm. sounded so nice. Like the idea and the atmosphere. Like I, I still love bars. I mean, I think it's like. Watching an old movie exactly. and watching someone smoke a cigarette, they've just like romanticized yeah. drinking and that I think smoking so much. It's just driven into us. I think that's like how I mean, that's how it started for me. Like drinking and smoking was cool. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's very it's, cool. It's mad cool. <laughs> yeah. It looks cool. Uh huh. Yeah, that's but why it, I smoke cigarettes. I don't even have a nicotine addiction. <laughs> I've stopped, I can quit cold turkey and yeah. i can quit alcohol cold turkey but <laughs> sometimes you want a it looks cool and then sometimes you want to just like fiddle with something yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah when i'm on psychedelics i love chain smoking uh, it's yeah. just so like fun that. i don't yeah. know why it feels so good yeah. there's also something like fun it's like this is like a very russian outlook it's like kind of a morbid melancholic outlook but there's something fun about like sitting in a bar with like a white away. tablecloth and white napkins and yeah <laughs> and kind of d delivering making good on your death wish in yeah. the company wow. of people that you really like that is really nice there's plenty of russian songs about it to I this love tune that. like bob dylan-esque folk anthems whatever yeah oh uh, yeah it is 
Alcohol is nice, makes you warm and love everybody, but also yeah. it makes people up angry to too. Yeah. yeah, up to a point. Well, then, do you believe in this um, like whole dichotomy between like nice drunks and mean drunks? I mean, I, I think it's nice people and mean people. Maybe I don't. I've met some people are bad drunks. Some people and are. Just I don't know what it drunk. is. Some people are like Jekyll and Hyde, and they have a drink, and their eyes go cross and they turn into nightmare people and you do not want to deal with them yeah so, yeah no, like, some i don't know what like, that is i'm pretty sure that's a blackout though when someone becomes like a mean bad drunk they don't want to be a bad person that's i feel just like spiraling it, I've yeah done this. yeah of course I've i only do this to my significant others though, oh cause yeah I'm, like too too shy and meek to do it to other people yeah which is horrible i mean i think for me personally part of the reason i have drank so much in the past and do is i'm like a great drunk people don't even know i'm drunk when i'm drunk (laughs) yeah that's true so it's just i don't if i had a problem as in like i was obnoxious or annoying or you know blacking out and doing something that was like destructive then i would think of my drinking as more of an issue but i guess it's just well, not a big I deal i have been yeah, it's around harder you to see. drunk while sober and i'll tell you that you get annoying you forget things you slur um <laughs> you kind of drool um you can't hear <laughs> anything that i'm saying wow that's just cool so being I'm, just, Jewish. I'm just gonna let you know that <laughs> thanks al I've, i actually i've ne- seen it i actually needed to hear from that. the other side yeah maybe i'm a little in denial of my <laughs> normalcy when i'm drunk well yeah once once like you're around a bunch of drunk people they become so insufferable oh no it's, that's for sure it, it's like sober, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like crazy. when you're showing up to a party late and you haven't had anything to drink yet and you're like oh i don't really want to go because i know everyone is going to be screaming mm-hmm. they're going to try to hug me. they're going to grope <laughs> yeah. me yeah oh my god yeah it's so, really bad they're going to be so excited to see you <laughs> yeah, i hate that <laughs> yeah you need to be drunk for something like that yep terrible can you imagine showing up to threads giving it one in the morning sober oh yeah Yeah. like (laughs) Like walking into jacob's ladder like creatures (laughs) crawling on the ceiling um sorry threads giving is our annual party we have where everyone gets blacked out drunk and does as many different substances not me possible because i am sober not alex she's perfect and I'm perfect, actually. Um, <laughs> so, um, circling back uh, to replace, replacing, I guess, replacing alcohol with other things such as like weed or um, CBD or whatever. They have, it's called, um, there's like an Instagram hashtag. It's called sober curious and mindful drinking. Ugh. And I don't I, like that. That yeah, sounds like sapiosexual. Yeah. People call it. Um, well, that's different. I was, I was first talking only smoking weed is LA sober. And then there's mm. sober curious who are the people who dabble in sobriety and keep it under control. So there, there's that. That's something I just found out about today in an article that just came out it's like someone who orders a drink and can drink half of it and leave the bar 
Yeah. Can you imagine? That's yeah. crazy. I can't do that. Not because I'm an alcoholic, but no. because I'm cheap. I, yeah. I want to get my yeah. money's yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just paid $12 for this flat tequila soda made <laughs> with like El Toro. I'm fucking drinking that shit and I'm going to be hungover. Yeah. <laughs> well, from my standpoint as a sober esque person i don't really identify as as sober just uh someone who doesn't drink um i also don't do drugs but that's what that's neither here nor there i don't my problem was with drinking and i don't do that anymore but so the way i view i think a lot of people a lot of sober people view sober january as sober appropriation which is a crazy thing that I came across recently. Who the fuck thinks that? A lot of people. Like people in LA. Yeah. Like Tell sober them to come people. fight like, me. I'm going to pour a shot of tequila in their mouth <laughs> and ruin their life. They're going <laughs> like, to start squ- drinking like get a again. Squirt gun. Yeah. It's, like, it's like this isn't your culture. This is like my life. That you're making a mockery Being of. sober is not a personality. It's not it's a personality. Not. I know good. people go to but two or three AA meetings a day. It's insane. Is it part of my personality? No. Are you sure? No. No, you're not. Okay. No. Well, this but pod is called El Anonymous, but only because it's like well, it's, a hu- it, it's a huge issue. It's like not dr- only about drinking. It's about other stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, not not your pod. I'm saying drinking is a, it's a huge it's issue. It's a huge and, like, issue. I get yeah. it. I am very supportive of people who quit drinking because I think a lot of people should not drink. Yeah. Yeah. Or people should just do. drink sparingly at special occasions. Yes. Yeah, I there would are, love I mean, to be at that point. And maybe in a year or so I can get there. But I mean, if I had a nine to five, I would probably be a weekend warrior. Yes. Right. But I don't have, I don't, I haven't set Structured. an alarm in three years because the earliest I ever have to be at work is 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. pretty easy for me to get drunk any night I want to. And, at any point. And eventually, and I'll feel <laughs> yep. well enough yeah, people, by 5 p.m to yeah. drag my ass to work normal nine to five jobs they're the ones with <laughs> with the houses and the and families and the families. i mean look this goes and back to like the definition of alcoholic like in my mind alcoholic was always was somebody who wakes up in the morning mm-hmm. and reaches for, for like the mini bottle of fireball on yeah. the dresser sounds good yeah <laughs> better than a mouthwash uh but like no, it's, it's literally somebody who like brushes their teeth with alcohol, and I don't know. It's how like to a man in a suit who drinks whiskey at every meal. Yeah, and every yeah, that's Don Draper. That's whatever. Exactly. There's Don like Draper. a sliding scale of alcoholism, and and again, like I earlier said that uh, people who are addicted to drugs do it in private. Like a lot of people, when I when I realized that I needed to quit, I it was because I was drinking alone in private and like lying about it. Yeah. So, yeah, you when you think of an alcoholic prototype, that it's yeah, you wake up, reach for a bottle, and like continue drinking. And the older you get, and the longer you drink, the harder it is mm-hmm. yeah. to quit. And so, if you realize that you're, this is something that you're going to have to do eventually you might as well nip it in the bud and just like mm-hmm. yeah but so what we're basically talking about like a chemical addiction versus like a psychological addiction mm. to like the the trappings that go along with the substance the rituals the lifestyle yeah. the lifestyle like, not the, because real alcoholics in my mind are like real addicts they have a chemical problem 
with yeah. the substance itself. Yeah. That takes a I mean, heavy drinking to get there. Yeah. Uh, and de- de- mean, dependent on your makeup too i think is well when you're thing. when you're hung over and you're shaking yeah, native americans that's <laughs> literally um alcohol withdrawal and if you don't have um any alcohol you could have a seizure so if you've ever had the hangover shakes that's your body withdrawing from alcohol i mean i've had alcohol poisoning stage one which is where you wake up and you puke bile and you can't even keep water down mm-hmm. that, yeah. which is that's not scary <laughs> that's really scary last time i went camping i drank like 25 beers and woke up the next morning was puking bile in the woods and this our neighbor <laughs> who had loaned us a canoe pulls his car up on his way out while i'm sweating and shaking puking bile next to tree and proceeds to try to have a, a conversation with me <laughs> while i'm dying you brought 25 <laughs> cans camping we no we no way more and then then my friends went on a beer run from the campsite (laughs) drunk to get more beer wow we sat in the dark at a picnic table and drank a 30 pack after we were like wasted (laughs) (laughs) that's what you do when you go camping (laughs) yeah yeah we did that when we went camping yeah we sure did we did Um, me and al went camping once and drank an entire 30 pack yep and we woke up in the tent and and the sun was <laughs> the tent was all zipped up and we had we're passed out hard and we yeah. woke up and it was over a hundred degrees was, so inside hot. the we tent rolled, and we were so dehydrated. We rolled out. It was the worst feeling I've ever felt yeah. in my life. Another reason not to drink. I have to remind myself felt of like all those. Queen times. Elizabeth's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, has it been an hour? I feel like it's almost been an hour it's 38 minutes. yeah i don't know 38 where, minutes. Yeah. Right, where's our uh where's our intern with our sandwiches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is she um no but like i i don't know i don't like this whole kind of like sober whatever the fuck because i i don't like labeling anything and i object to like lifestyleism it makes me nervous because yeah. it, it means that it's like another thing that's going to be like commodified in some capacity exactly by people who are like desperately grasping for meaning i just do it well, because it helps me keep committed yeah. As in, like, I have to tell everyone I'm doing something or else I won't oh, keep my yeah. promise oh, because absolutely. I have a very weak like, will. I, I my brain will convince myself that, yeah. that I'm like, no, it's fine. Just have one. Who, ca- who cares? Yeah, no, that, it's actually super helpful to um, tell people that you're doing it. Like, you're, it's a you're, real doing, trick and you're it doing, works. you're doing it alone, right? Like, are, are um, you, do you have like a sober Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't ask anyone to do it with me or anything. I just decided to do it. That's My really girlfriend's good. not doing it with me, so it's That's, fine. That takes a lot of willpower because I got sober with my friend Emily. We did it together. I, I don't think that, um, sorry for blowing up, whatever, my friend, my friend. And um, I don't think I could have done it by myself. You know, I just like needed someone to know or I just need, it felt good to both be going through like misery and and then and now we're good and life is great um well yeah you're bonded by this like process yeah that that actually um kind of like does away with any like like because of the bond you're no longer awkward so you don't have to drink around each other right it's like going through a really traumatic experience together absolutely you know what you're right you're right that's like how people bond as friends. Like something horrible happens. <laughs> Dude, I ain't yeah. trauma bonding with you bitches no more. Yeah. I feel like there are so many different definitions of trauma bonding. Yeah, I think my I, definition is I, wrong. But I always, I never know 
but we don't need to get into that. What I wanted to get into was um, the commodifying of the, the sober lifestyle. Um, just this month, um, one, two, four new Kratom slash Kratom kava bars opened in the lower four? side. Four? Yeah, one on first and first. Want to go to one later? <laughs> Maybe. Are you not doing Kratom? Not What's right now. What's Kratom? I don't even know what that is. Kratom is, it's like an... It's like a plant. Tea. It's tea, essentially, okay. but it has sedative effects. It makes you gay. It makes you gay. Um, when I take it, it makes me feel like I'm on Adderall. Well, that's there are different strains of it. So, like the green one makes you feel like you're on Adderall. Yeah, the Mengda. I like the Mengda kratom. Yeah, when I Vietnam. when I drink it, I drink the red one because it, I want to go to sleep. Um, that shit's crazy as fuck. Actually. Yeah, it is crazy. That's why, like. So like all of junkies the take it w- when they're getting off heroin. It's Why har- is that? harm reduction. Because it's like a natural opiate. Oh, okay. I yeah. So this is like a, a proxy for like actual alcohol. There's a lot of like virgin bars opening. Yeah. Up. I w- also, yeah, the the like soda bars and there's one in Greenpoint that just opened where they have fifteen dollar mocktails and it's like <laughs> that's so embarrassing. I can't so even okay, believe. Like, I can't even believe it. Well, I'm going to go to that bar and put a roofie in everyone's drink yeah. and do them a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Their money's worth. Night landsman, everyone. Um, <laughs> no, but this is anything. It's like a reformed anorexic. Like if you're like a woman who's basically conscious about their weight and has sublimated their eating disorder tendencies into an exercise habit, which is what I think women should do after they reach a certain age. You drink alcohol for the alcohol content, not for like the sugar yeah. and pageantry surrounding it. Why would anybody Why want would a mocktail? And also those bars are clearly for women. Yeah. What kind of women are going to these bars? Embarrassing. Single ones, like who can't make over 30. Lesbians. Yeah, but that explains <laughs> why they're single because they're all fat because they're drinking mocktails. It might be <laughs> I'm it. sorry, but they, it's true. They should get a hobby and start working out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? You a Planet Fitness a gym membership is yeah. fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. So put the mocktail down and yeah, just and work out. Like, what's a mocktail? It's like mango and pineapple juice <laughs> with like bitters and whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and some asshole who's making is wearing suspenders and has a waxed mustache yeah, yeah. and a Hitler Youth haircut. Well, Jesus I Christ! Can't, I can't believe that those are popping up it's so it's so disgusting. i've never heard of that we should go investigate yeah, yeah we should we i'm really gonna bring should. my flask and imagine the people there though like terrible. let's get visibly yeah, wasted visibly getting drunk and like <laughs> what's going on uh yeah i gotta go over there and do some research how um, where is it because you live in greenpoint i do live in greenpoint do you totally. know what it's called uh, probably something I don't know, like the watering hole or something. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, wow, that is poignant. <laughs> I, I have no idea. There was a cut article about like sobriety and all these like bars. It was basically like a puff piece for all these like new bars mm-hmm. that were like popping up that were like whatever sober virgin bars. Yeah. It <laughs> but it's just like, I mean, it's a pretty decent business plan because you could probably make a lot of money off of Absolutely. local retards who will Cause it's pay true. You don't have to, You don't have to buy alcohol like yeah exactly so you don't you need a license yeah, you a ton of money yeah. being sober yeah it's actually a really good idea Genius, oh yeah actually. i mean i think about that too it's like i'll lose weight i'll save money i won't look bloated i won't be hungover. i mean there's a huge list of and cons yeah. And, yeah. and pros to drinking but guess what 
at the end of the day, I love being drunk. I know. Mm-hmm. Me too. It really February first is coming up, and you'll be back. <sighs> I'm sweating. <laughs> um, yeah. I've just been pounding soda waters, honestly, and it really works. It feels just like a beer. Yeah, like I get the cans mm-hmm. and I crack them. Yep, and it burns. It's really nice when openings have seltzer. Oh yeah, along with the beer that and like the dumpster full of PBRs. Exactly. Um, but at actually at openings, it, it's it's really nice to see other people drinking seltzer because you're you kind of like you notice them like you notice each other like oh you're not drinking either and it's, it's like oh yeah. we're and we're it's better usually like yeah. Like, it's like when yes, you're like a fat this. guy walking down the street with your hot girlfriend and you make eye contact with another fat guy who's managed to score a woman who's like way out of his league. I'm, yeah. I, I have the bald exactly version like of that. that. Yeah. Me and my hot girlfriend see another bald guy. I'm like, what's up, King? Yeah. yeah. All of our um, afflictions. But <laughs> the, the um, drinking at openings is a special type of drinking because you like you need it's not like meeting your friends at a bar. Mm-hmm like people who you know and you're comfortable with it's bright it's, it's bright oh, you it's, can see everybody's it's so pores. bright it's so bright do you guys there. remember that app that used to it would list all of the openings that night with free alcohol no yes oh, yes i do yeah. actually God, what was that called and so my people would just bar? go on yeah my, my open, open bar, bar and people would just go on like a that. tour of yeah it was awesome the openings of whatever with free alcohol and uh, what were what were you saying drinking at openings is different because the lights are on and and there's always some there's always sorry um it's just like a special breed of people there that are like intimidating even though i don't care about like they're just like you know like art world opportunists and hangers on and they just like kind of like float over to you like jesus on the water and like hey like what are you working on oh my god that's the question question. that's a question that sets me off Uh uh-huh yeah it's so rude it's basically like asking how much you weigh yeah it's like the same level of rudeness i mean the real question is i'm trying to get a sense for if you're a bigger Uh loser than i am or not yep and i'm just like yeah i don't negotiate with terrorists like (laughs) knock one back (laughs) yeah it's like i'm just here for the alcohol that's what you say to those people and they don't have shit to say back to you they're like no but I'm here to try to get one of Michael Manning's free paintings. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a press release that you have to read. Oh my God. The, yeah, the, you have to read Why that. is the font so small? Why I don't even wear so glasses. I, so can't re- I can't even read it. Why are there words at all? Like, yeah, it's like, I know the fucking mongoloid who made this art show didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> it usually just, just seems, sorry, it's empty. Oh, it's okay. I'm just been drinking know. Al's coffee all it's morning. Girl Scout flavored. Um, Disgusting. It's good. Lolita Express flavored. Mm-hmm. Just like tastes like a used thong. Ew. Sorry. Being an awful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a, a lot of people's like initiation into alcoholism is like getting go, going to like downtown art openings. Everyone's yeah, wearing a so black unhealthy. duster and like docks. Sorry, still- Paris. Those two. <laughs> Roast I me. still haven't yeah. figured out what you're supposed to wear to those things. Like I, I, I think that Al, I think that you really like have the right idea because you don't dress like anybody else, and it's cool because every all the other <laughs> girls at our openings have a specific look, which is like 
and fucking huge like zip off parachute pants with like <laughs> patent booties yeah. and whatever and I like always a crop top. some random braid popping out of the yeah. middle of is their head is that what head. people are looking like these days i you know i have not been to an art opening <laughs> i haven't either. i haven't either I don't, like it i just don't know what they look like somehow now <laughs> i stopped caring i don't know why or what happened but i dropped off and right i have no idea what maybe yeah i i hope to enter the art world scene culture again someday maybe someday that's yeah. your that's your <laughs> new year's resolution <laughs> yeah yeah i want to get back into the art world return i don't even know what's going on with the art world no, i, I self ejected kind of in 2015 and never looked back it's like yeah i assumed best, it just yeah. died when i stopped going. yeah exactly <laughs> it really dried up i've never understood art in general uh, the only thing that yeah. i thought was strange was uh harmony corinne is a painter now and i was like all right i'm really out of the fucking loop well like, he's always been like a little paintings. he's always been like a little i don't know he makes huge paintings he i haven't i don't know i'm gonna google this right now i looked at well, like a small friends, jpeg of them Borna, so i mean we're just name dropping hey so that's what we do he's okay in my book and he's hot he curated some show and included hr geiger in it which i thought was cool but i missed it because I was too drunk. Right. Spring Breakers, <laughs> this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Great film. Hands down. Um, His paintings aren't hideous. They're kind of cute. They're like weird. There you go. Yeah. They're a little past He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Remember the well, time that we... Uh, pretty easy when badge. you have a jumping off platform like that. I mean... Did he have a jumping be, off I platform? I mean, being already he famous as well, a He's a famous filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he got famous... Because he wrote the script for kids, like yeah. some the director of kids, like Larry approached, Clark. yeah, that guy approached him. So he kind of just like got lucky. A lot of success has to do with luck. I've found. I agree. I'm not bitter about it at all. I'm no, <laughs> those, those all those lucky bastards. They yeah. haven't worked a day in their life. Timing is everything. No, yeah, no, I. My uh, two cents about this: having met quite a few people now who are. Uh, successful like on a higher level than we would you're you're up there anna i'm getting there one hopes but i've met people like who are like very successful and the kind of common denominator as stupid as it sounds is that they're all really nice and hardworking, and they're a little dumb they're they're just nice yeah they're not they're not like kind of like miserable tortured assholes as people make them out to be yeah I really they're hope just well adjusted, which is why they can show up for work and not like question the the yeah, superstructure nice. in which they operate <laughs> and like have a yeah, self-destructive, nice. you know, agenda, which is yeah. what a lot of unsuccessful people have. Yeah. And these are like people also who work in industry, like creative industries like art and fashion, whatever. Uh, music entertainment that have like if you look at their like instagrams or something or their like other social media their their kind of image on the internet can be somewhat off-putting and intimidating and sinister but when you actually meet them they're uh-huh. like totally toothless and harmless right. and you're like, wait mm-hmm. this is what right. i was afraid of uh-huh. yeah that happens often actually um and those people are like generally speaking not alcoholics but they are good social condensers for alcoholics who they probably like mooch ideas off of <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Like, barreling into oh their my houses God. that this is not a bad idea um to start doing for myself so you I should start to, a salon yeah <laughs> it's a great job for women i think podcasting is like to women salon. in 2020 what salons were to women in like the 
1860s or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was like the 1920s. Yeah, probably in the 1920s. But I think (laughs) I think you're right. Like. It's what Wait seriously, where is our intern with our sandwiches? Yeah, this is getting coming. ridiculous. She, she <laughs> just texting me. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. Okay, well, I think we're wrapping up, right? Where does it say the time? Oh Except yeah, we are. We're, we got fifty, fifty-two. We're at fifty-two. Thirty. Nice. Well, what are some? Well, what okay. are some takeaways? Well, I think Anna's takeaway about success um, having to do with just being nice and personable is. Really, I don't know if I believe it, but I will listen to it because it is a, it sounds it sounds good. I it's, like that because just, I like I like being nice. I like I'm being a nice. nice person. You are a nice person. Um, no, it's just like uh, I don't know. It's been anecdotally true in my life, just like empirically. I've like observed it enough times already. I don't know if it's like true on the whole, but I think like what I've learned the hard way is that you don't have to be even charismatic or funny or have magnetism to be successful you just have to like show up and hard be work hard i used work. to walk yeah. 20 miles to school <laughs> yeah and doing so is kind of difficult when you aren't drinking because you well me personally i am socially i have like autism minor autism i'm having trouble forming sentences right now <laughs> but um yeah just being nice is or just being sociable is difficult when yeah it goes a long way it's like you know a little off topic but it's true yeah no it is you're right and just as simple as like remembering someone's name do you have any tricks I feel like for that? Larry David when I'm sober in a room and people are talking. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, who are these fucking people? And why yeah. do I care about what anyone is saying? Have you had those thoughts more this month? Larry David thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I've just, I have been avoiding being around mm-hmm. people drinking just because yeah. that's Obnoxious. the easiest way to mm-hmm. do it. But, but yeah, I mean, I have also felt more isolated. I've been sitting on my couch playing video games, reading a lot, which is fine and it's enjoyable to me, but it's like, yeah, I definitely have not been as social as when I was drinking. Well, do you feel better? I do. I feel great. I went to uh, so there you go. I went to a yoga studio down the street from my house that I've walked by every day for three <laughs> years for my first time. And I fucking hated it because I hate yoga people, but oh, me too. Yeah, it was we nice. All agree there. Oh, it's always some guy in the front of the room <laughs> with like a ponytail and he's making loud orgasmic sounds, Ugh. stretching before the class even begins. He's like, oh, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, Ew, and like some of them are like hot. Yeah, that seems disgusting. And the like, condescending you know, yoga teacher trying to correct my posture. I'm yeah. like, bitch, I have a hunchback. <laughs> like, look, look at me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of yoga either. OK, guys, I all right. I was ill-prepared for my yoga class and I had a wardrobe malfunction and <laughs> my balls and dick fell out of my shorts <laughs> Wait, while what, I was uh, doing what? a pose. Wait, I was what wearing these shorts weird... are you wearing? Did they have like a front slit? <laughs> no, I was just wearing these like weird, like really cheap Japanese, like almost swim trunks. Like it was the end of laundry day. These are the last uh-huh. pair of underwear I had and they were short and loose fitting and I, yeah, it was... Have Did you... anybody see <laughs> I I was luckily in the back of the classroom, but I don't think so. Okay. But have you been back since? No, I'm <laughs> not going back there. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, 
best of luck with the rest of your sober January and your yoga. It's like a catch-22 because if you're sober, you have more time to like exercise and get hotter, but you have nowhere to go to like yep. flaunt your newfound That's hotness and sobriety. That is a big catch-22 yeah, about it. Yeah, sucks. Um, well, I guess that's a wrap. Anna, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks Paris, for having me. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Al. Um, okay. Well, is this the first episode of this podcast? It's the first recorded one. Okay. All right. Uh, I feel honored. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, yeah, Anna. I think it was good. Uh, yeah. So how do we stop this? I just press the red button. <laughs>